it's been a wild ride, like really, really wild. There have been moments that I ran out of money. There have been moments that I had too many projects going on and I couldn't like, you know, figure out my schedule. There have been moments that I felt so sad and I just was like thinking about, oh, maybe I should just go home or maybe I should just like, well, I never really had the thought of getting married, but I, I just felt like, oh, maybe I'm not doing it right. And, you know, I, yeah, I had a lot of those feelings. And this actually relates a lot to why I started Digital Nomads Daily. Hi everyone, welcome to a new episode of the Digital Nomads Daily Podcast. My name is Nikanina and I've been hosting the Digital Nomads Daily Podcast for a year now and it's it's been such an exciting journey. I really love doing it and I really love making connections with my audience and making connections with my guests. So far, the podcast has been one of the favorite things in my life and I podcast quite a lot because I'm interviewing a lot of digital nomads. Now, at the end of each episode, I always ask my guests if they have one question for me. Just one question. And I love this because it's because we're talking about the digital nomad lifestyle. I also have a lot to say because I've been doing this lifestyle for five years. And sometimes people ask me, and not just like on the podcast, but even outside of the podcast, like, hey, Nina, how did you start it? Or, hey, Nina, how long have you been nomading already? Like, there are always like these questions that pop up, which makes a lot of sense. And so far, I haven't really created a platform or a place where I can share that. So we're introducing a new format on this podcast where I will be sharing some of my personal insights and personal, I guess, like juicy stories of this lifestyle. It's going to be day-to-day -day stuff, just as we promised, because it's about daily things on this podcast. And it's also going to be about business things, because this is something that a lot of you might not even know. I, maybe some of you do, but I, I guess a lot of people don't know this. I'm a digital marketer, and I've been working in digital marketing for like seven years already. So there's a lot of things that I know, and I, I would just really love to share this. How did you become a digital nomad? I think this is the question that people ask me the most, like either on the podcast or they sent me a DM or it's like after the podcast, like after the recording, I'm always like hanging out with my guests and I'm, yeah, they're, they, they, they often ask like, wait, how did you start it? So this is the question we're going to talk about today and yeah, I'm really excited about it. So let's jump in. All right, so the first thing that I really, really want to share, and this is for everyone who's been thinking about this lifestyle or even doing it for a long time, it's not flawless. Like, there are just so many things happening in this lifestyle. And if I look back at my journey, five years of digital nomading, it's like, it's been a wild ride, like really, really wild. There have been moments that I ran out of money. There have been moments that I had too many projects going on and I couldn't like, you know, figure out my schedule. There have been moments that I felt so sad and I just was like thinking about, oh, maybe I should just go home or maybe I should just like, well, I never really had the thought of getting married, but I, I just felt like, oh, maybe I'm not doing it right. And, you know, I, yeah, I had a lot of those feelings. And this actually relates a lot to why I started Digital Nomads Daily because in the beginning of my nomading journey, I 
I had a lot of questions and I didn't know where to find answers. And I, I know that there were a lot of blogs and all of that already around. But if I compare that to like where we are right now, it's massive difference, like massive difference. It's kind of crazy, I got to say. So, um, yeah, so this is how I started Digital Nomads Daily. I will talk more about that later, but let, let's go back to like my journey, like the very beginning. Now, one of the things that happens with a lot of digital nomads, and I'm one of them as well, is that I started this nomad journey not knowing that I was b becoming a digital nomad. Like, it sounds so silly, but it's really true. Like I didn't scroll on Instagram and was like... <gasps> This is what I want to do. I want to become a digital nomad. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do it. Here's my plan. Let's go. That didn't happen. Like not, like not like that at all. So all the way going back, I, I'm. So I was studying abroad. I was really, really excited to study abroad. I didn't speak English at the time, which is kind of hilarious if I now think about it. But it was like really hard for me. And then, so I studied abroad, and that's where I. First of all, learn like English, um, very basic English, just having conversations. So that was one thing. But then secondly, I met people from all walks of life and cultures and people were also studying abroad for different reasons. Like for me, it was my English, but I, I come from the Netherlands and there are a lot of good opportunities there to, you know, like find a job. And so for me, it was more like a language thing. But there were also people from countries where there may be less opportunities. For example, countries like Argentina or Kenya. Like everyone had their own reason of joining a program like that. What was very interesting, and this is how I got hooked to living abroad and is why I still love living this lifestyle, is the stories and the habits that people have and developed over time. Like, if you really think about it from very daily things, it's again why I started this podcast, how people eat, what do they do before dinner, for example? Like in the Netherlands, you're not going to open up a bag of chips and just eat that and snack that just before dinner. And just before dinner is like an hour, two hours before dinner. And then you also have very early dinner around like six, between six and seven. So what happens is that, you know, like we were all cooking together and then people just started eating and I would be, I was, you know, a bit offended. I was like, why are you doing that? I'm putting so much effort in dinner and now you're snacking and you're not going to be hungry. So what, why are you eating right now? And if you really, really think about it, this is just, this is actually kind of ridiculous, but I want to share it with you because this is one of the most beautiful things about this lifestyle is that you learn about other people's habits. You learn about other people's thoughts about life, about marriage, about work, about safety, about what you need to accomplish in life, what is good, what is bad. Like that's, that's the thing that got me hooked. So I got really excited. I did this program in Europe. It's called an Erasmus program and it was in Denmark. And in Denmark, where I was, there are um, some business schools and I was like in this international business school kind of thing. And it was really nice because it attracted people from, from different countries and that made it so international. So in the beginning, I was like, oh, I'm going to Denmark because I wanted to go somewhere else, but I didn't get it. Um, but then eventually I am forever grateful that I ended up there and I, I'm still talking to some of these people that I met back then. So it's been 
Like it's been life changing. So um, just kind of a tip here, just kind of want to squeeze it in between. If you have the opportunity, go abroad. It doesn't have to be a digital nomad lifestyle. You don't have to like sell your stuff, pack your bags and buy a ticket and oh, go. It doesn't have to be like that. But if you could go on a workation, volunteer work, something that is more than like a typical holiday, go abroad, make sure you're surrounded with people that are not from your own country and get out of that comfort zone. For me, it changed the course of my life. No, what am I saying? It, it changed me as a person. I feel like I'm a better human because of this lifestyle. Okay, so I was abroad. I loved it, but I had to go back. And I didn't want to. I, I just really, really didn't want to go back. So I was thinking about, okay, how can I do this? Now, back then I was still in university. So uh, in my bachelor degree and I tried to apply for internships. I cannot remember the exact number, but it, it is around 100 applications that I send out um, to, to just be abroad. I want to go to Asia, but due to bureaucracy, I couldn't go. Like my school was just like, no, that's not possible. You need to apply for that a year or something in advance. Like that was just nonsense. But anyhow, uh, Europe was possible. Somehow I landed this internship in uh, an agency, a PR agency in Milano, so in Italy. And that was really cool because I'm, it was a fashion capital back then. I really loved fashion and vintage and all these things. Not so practical when you're a digital nomad, gotta say. <laughs> but yeah, so I loved fashion and I was there. Now, it was a very different experience because there was no community. Like I was there working kind of my ass off. And then there was not really a community of students that I could rely on. Luckily, I had a housemate, Mikey, and she also taught me a lot of English because she's from the Philippines and Filipinos speak English. It's like, I actually not sure if it's the first language, but it's like it, it, English in the cities, that's what they speak. So what was um, very nice is that I started learning things like in the kitchen, utensils, like just like random stuff because again, I, I, my English was really, really bad. So I had her, we created like a really, really close friendship. And then at one point my internship was coming to an end. And again, I was like, I don't want to go back to the Netherlands. How can I do this? Like, how can I keep staying abroad? So I was really like in, in sort of a survival mode almost because I was like, I really, really, I know that this is my destiny to just be abroad. And when I was a little kid, I always dreamt of, I was watching the hills and I was like, oh, I, this is such a personal thing, but I just want to share it because it, it's what it is. I was thinking about those moments like, I want to talk about my boyfriend in English and I want to go through problems in English. I just had that weird desire, I guess. So Mikey kind of gave that to me by teaching me more English, which was really nice. And then I, because we were living together in Milan and we had such a great time, I was so, so, so committed to finding a place where I could write my thesis. So I needed to find a company to do research and then I would write my thesis. That's how they do it back home for the bachelor. So, or bachelor degree, I have to say. So 
Um, that's what I did. And I found a company, it's called We Are Social. It's actually now a really, really big agency. Back then there were, I think they only had three locations. Now they're like all over the world. It's really cool. I wrote my thesis about employer branding. So that's basically how a company creates a brand about how it is to be part of that company. So that that's what my thesis was about. I really liked the topic. And um, yeah, so I did that. I wrote it in English, which was incredible. Um, and then I did my final presentation and, and, and that was it. So I was really, yeah, I graduated and then I... Um, then I felt stuck because I was like, what am I going to do next? I want to stay abroad. <laughs> All right. So I wanted to stay abroad. My dream to go to Asia was was still there. And luckily, and this was kind of a bold move I made. So at one point we were uh, with Mikey and her girlfriends from the Philippines. They also studied in Europe in like different places. And in, in one of these conversations, we were like having wine and watching wedding videos because that's a really big thing in the Philippines. Um, now, actually, I think everywhere a bit, but like in Asia, they love very dramatic, like big, um, big wedding videos. And if you watch like Crazy Rich Asians, like something like that, if I actually lived a little bit of that life, um, which is really cool. So anyway, so we were watching these videos and all of that talking about life. And then out of nowhere, this question pops up, Nina, why don't you move to the Philippines? And I was like, yay, let's do it. So I was really committed and it was not a joke. So I messaged my father I'm a little bit after. I was like, hey, dad, I'm thinking of moving to the Philippines. What do you say? And he was like, go for it, girl. Like, that's such a great thing. And he was like really applauding and cheering and he was excited for me. So it was kind of easy. No one said to me, oh, that's crazy. Now... At one point, there were elections in the Philippines, and politically, it was becoming a little bit more tense. So that's where I started to doubt a lot. But then at one point, I was like, no, 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 no. I'm going, and let's see what's going to happen. But I was scared. Like, I was so scared, people, because I moved to the Philippines, and the Philippines is a rough country, um, especially with this political thing that was going on back then. So it was like, it was not easy to move to the Philippines, but I did it. Um, I found a job in a tech startup. Now I applied before for jobs and actually I got this job because of referral and family and networking. And that is something I also want to talk about on this podcast. I will save that for another episode because I'm, I don't want to like talk for a whole hour. I'm, I'm very conscious of your time, but I'm, I will save that for another episode so anyway so I got this job I started out as a community manager I really liked it it was in education space in the online education space and it was really nice I'm we would also do events I would like go to like events as a representative and it was really cool and I loved always tech I'm I, I liked being around people and I just, I don't know, I just really, really enjoyed it. So I stayed there, um, but it was a startup. It was hard work, little resources, and I went like crazy in terms of work. So I burned myself out. And this is where actually the digital nomad lifestyle started to shape because of this burnout that I was having. And I didn't know at the time because like, 
in today's world, you have so much content on Instagram, on on, on Facebook, on LinkedIn, like books, like everything. Back then there was also content, but it was like, I feel like it was a little bit less visible. Now it's very visible. And I think that's really great. Like, I really think that's awesome about what kind of generation we are right now and, and how social media is being used. So um, I didn't know I was going to a burnout and I started to develop like really bad, like body signs. Like I had a headache for seven months and um, it was just like, I wasn't doing well, but I never related that to the work. There was a moment, though, where I did because my friend, who also was in the same co-working space where we had an office, he also had an office there, but he traveled around. He was actually my very first digital nomad I met, but I didn't really know that that was a thing. And then he said to me, like, you know, why don't you come with me to Bali? There is like a large house. You can have your own room and bathroom. Like it's super comfortable. And you bring your laptop and you work there. Like propose that to your manager and then maybe we can do that just so you can breathe a little bit. And that was fine. Like the guys were super cool at the startup. So there was no problem at all. So I packed my bags with my laptop, went to Bali. And then I was working remotely in Bali. And this is where I became a digital nomad. I loved it. I loved it so much. I started, like we went to a cafe for lunch and he would be like, my friend was like, bring your laptop, we will work there. And for me, it was still like, I would work in cafes in, in, in the Philippines, but not so much. Like, so anyway, so we did that and we did. And I saw all these people with their laptops. And then I was like, what are they doing? But the, I, then I was like, oh, wait, I'm doing this too, because I'm also sitting here like eating with my laptop and my fancy fruit bowl and whatever. So that's it. Like I just rolled into it. Now, there is a moment where I consciously decided to be a digital nomad. This is where I wanted to stay longer in Bali. And at one point I also realized that the startup was um, not a good place for me to work anymore. And I really wanted to take care of my health. So I worked somewhere else remotely, which was uh, a nice opportunity. And then I was just in Bali because also the cost of living there was very low. And it was kind of like, it made sense. My friend was there on and off. I made some other friends while I was there in that first trip. And yeah, so my whole digital nomad life, has been an amazing journey, but the pre-journey has been incredible too, because it was a very slow transition. I slowly learned about these things and it was just really exciting. Um, so I started there and then going further, I, I started Digital Nomads Daily. I started asking questions like, hey, how are you doing? Or, oh, how do you deal with this? How do you deal with that? And, you know, just touching the grounds and just kind of See what's happening. Now, one of the things that I would like to share before I'm going to finish this episode is about what is the big difference between becoming a digital nomad back then and now, because I want this episode to be helpful for you as well. And even if you're already nomading, I recommend to keep on listening because I have actually some great tips I still use every day in my digital nomad life. How to balance travel, adventure, social life with work life. 
this is something that I found so difficult. And even now, I'm sometimes it's challenging because it depends where you are. It depends what type of environment you have, like how your work life is going in general. Like there are just so many elements of this lifestyle that are constantly changing. And this is something that now we can put more attention to this. But when I started as a digital nomad, it took me so many years to figure this out. And actually, the conversations I have with digital nomads on this podcast, the book that I wrote, um, it's right here, Digital Nomads with Confidence, which answers 101 questions to overcome daily challenges and become more successful in this lifestyle. Like these things, they really, really helped me to be more conscious about this lifestyle. And this is the big difference. I think that Back then, I was doing it, and then we would just see what happens. Like, you jump, and then you would just see where you land. Now, we have a new generation of nomads that is consciously deciding to become a digital nomad or to start living this lifestyle or to try it out, to start working remotely. And then, slowly, you're going to, like, design your life. You still, like, have, like, all these different challenges that arise, but... you're like more conscious about the process because there's more content about it. And I think this is really great because back then it was a little bit challenging. So this is like kind of the biggest difference I see, but it's something that is a good thing because all the struggles that I went through and trust me, there are a lot, I don't wish someone else that, but some of the struggles I do wish other people that because when you when you struggle you learn and then when you learn you grow. So I mean struggles like business struggles, cultural things, like stuff with your Airbnbs or other like accommodation, like stuff like that is fine because it's it's small things it gets frustrating but small things and then you will learn and then you start designing your own life and you know for next time. And these are also things that today, even in my life, it's still like, it's very uncertain. And this is a mental, uh, a mental challenge because you don't always know. And that's why for me, the podcast has been a great platform because we're sharing real life stories of real digital nomads. Some have been nomading for a really long time, like me and others just started, but there are always like these these daily challenges. And it's just really cool that we can share all of that. So my, my final tip for if you are a nomad and you don't always feel at ease, or if you wanna become a digital nomad, but you're like really scared and you don't know where to start, start with yourself. like. Every, there's so many sexy things about this lifestyle. The travel, the coconuts, the, the sexy men and women. Like, I don't know. There's just a lot of sexy stuff. But like, forget all of that for a moment and really ask yourself, what do I want to get out of this lifestyle? And, and start to like think about that a little bit more. I often ask these questions still to myself because it it helps me to stay grounded it helps me to stay focused there are locations that i'm i thought i wanted to go to but then i would postpone that because i have a need for community for example or if i really need to work on my business i might go to a place where there are not so many people because you know then i won't get distracted and i can focus on the business so this kind of like how do you want to design your life how does it need to look and feel like in order for you to be happy, to feel 
vibrant, to feel alive, to feel like you're learning, to feel like you're growing, to feel excited. So that is really important. And I think that's a great question to really end this episode with. So I hope you like this episode and there are a couple of things you can do before we go. So if you want to get a copy of my book, Digital Nomads with Confidence, go to book.digitalnomadsdaily.com. You can grab it there. It's 101 tips and questions that we share. So that is really, really great. A great resource if you're starting out or if you want to have some gentle reminders. And it's also a really nice gift if you know that your friend is one of, you know, also want to live this lifestyle and then if you want to like hang out with us online i created a group for digital nomad it's called digital nomad freedom printers you can find it on facebook so make sure to join the group and if you want to get weekly updates about the digital nomad lifestyle tips motivation boosters i'm like all about positive energy and i really want to give like all my positive energy to everyone so if you want that go to digitalnomadsdaily.com slash newsletter and then you can subscribe there it's just once a week we're not like spamming or anything like that but um yeah if you're interested in more tips then that is a great resource thank you so much for listening today and if you like this episode make sure to leave us a review that would help me a lot that will help my team a lot and don't forget to check out the interviews with the other digital nomads bye bye